0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to Find the Path podcast's actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path.
1: Now with more serial killers... Uh- Yeah, so many serial killers.
2: Oddly,
3: only a 50% increase, though. That's (laughs) a lot. Yeah, well, no, that's a lot, but that's not as much as, you know, no serial killers before this point. I mean,
0: it's maybe only a 5% (laughs) increase because, again, you were previously dealing with a swarm of serial killers.
3: Oh, that's okay. Good gracious. I suppose if we want to get pedantic about it.
0: (laughs) Although you could also make an argument that whomever summoned them was technically the
3: murderer, and they were just the implement used to perform such murder. Mm. Yeah, that gets into a lot of technical minutiae that we probably don't need to go into here.
1: Well, that lady yeah, stole around probably. somewhere.
3: If you train a swarm of chihuahuas to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Gracious. You're the
0: bad guy. Mm. Gracious. Uh, yeah, so uh, I suppose jumping back in, welcome back to the continued exploits of the Silver Ravens. Just now, starting... Book two of Hell's Rebels, Turn of the Torrent.
4: Dun, dun, dun. dun, Feels so nerve wracking. I was really hoping it would be Return of the Torrent, but uh, apparently
0: not. (laughs) That's the book three. (laughs) Ah, right,
3: yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we would started off with you guys uh, learning about the upcoming announcement of the ninth proclamation of House Throne, or at the very least, ninth proclamation of Barzillai Throne. Mm. Shouting from the, uh, the rooftops, or more accurately, his palatial uh, accommodations at the Chelsea Opera House. Mm-hmm. And announcing the, uh, the ninth proclamation, which was uh, to refresh your memories, that by order of the Lord Mayor, Brazil I Throne, the Congress of Hell Knights, known as the Order of the Torrent, is from this day forward stripped of its charter. All of its holdings and possessions are confiscated, its privileges and entitlements revoked, and its members declared outlaws steadfast citizens are commanded to turn over these members who have slipped
3: the net of justice. Commanded. Wow. Commanded.
0: Right. Yep. Jerks. Rude. There's a notable reward for delivering them and a notable penalty. Mm-hmm. For harboring them. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yuda, uh, after this, Cesare had gone and spoken with his uh, sister, believing that more She's my sister-in-law,
2: likely... just to make that clear to everybody, because okay. while Cesare does consider her his sister, technically... She's his sister-in-law. Yes.
3: Is she elven, though? or yes. he, Okay, I forgot. Uh-huh. Admittedly, it's been a bit. So. Yes. Full-blooded elf.
2: She is full-blooded elf, yes.
3: Fair enough. And one-eighth orc.
2: Okay. <laughs> what?
0: They had, Odd. A, they had a very interesting relationship 1,500 years ago. All right. Weird. <laughs> okay. Actually, like a full-blooded orc, full-blooded elf, like romance. Two people separated by time and distance star-crossed lovers. Yeah. I like the idea of this. Quick, write to play. Against the backdrop of the uh, Shining Crusade. Weird. <laughs> Be real interesting. You'd gone listen to uh, Thrun's announcement. Uh, again, Chesrae had uh, convinced his sister to temporarily, at the very least, stay with him, as she had agreed for a day or two.
2: Yeah, we're going to work on that. Yeah, we are.
0: Turn that day or two into a year or two. <laughs> She'd uh, received a letter, however from a friend of hers who was organizing a get-together for people that were uh, basically wondering where the heck their family were. A woman by the name of Citrona Sabinus. This would be Octavio Sabinus' uh, cousin. At this Indeed. point, all of you had gotten back together after doing some information gathering and learning a bit more about... People are really suspicious about people from Vire in the city of Apparently, Canada. yeah. I
4: mean, I mean vire has got quite the reputation around town. I'm feeling a little Apparently.
3: bad now about maybe agreeing to send some <laughs> folks over there, but... Especially when visitors are apparently being murdered and replaced
0: by shapeshifters, according apparently. to one Apparently. <laughs> I mean, I'm
3: going to hope that that's not actually true, but I guess Only we'll I find know. out.
0: I mean, those of you that failed to gather information just didn't gather any information, which I think was uh, Adrian in that case. Mm. Uh, anyone that critically failed gathered wrong information. Maybe it falls into that category. You don't know. Uh, you'd also, also learned that kids had been going missing. Yeah. Uh, the latest pair being twins from the Udimus Tenement.
3: The two just vanished into thin air. It seemed.
5: Yeah, things don't just vanish.
3: It was aliens. Something behind this. Aliens. Well, actually, sometimes magic they do, but someone is still behind it. (laughs) Yes, someone (laughs) is still
5: behind it. It doesn't (laughs) just happen.
3: Yes. Well, yeah. I just meant more like they could literally just disappear as per the spell invisibility, but as per the spell vanish. Yes. Yeah, of
0: course. (laughs) You had then decided after uh, having some discussion that your plan was to speak with Citrona. About her cousin, hopefully finding out something pertaining towards Octavio, although assuming, again, that more likely than not, the city guard have already spoken to her. Yeah. As well as look into the holding house, which is over in that region, which you believe is probably where they're holding the armagers, of which the implication from Brazil I Throne was they captured all the armagers, basically squires of the Hell Knights, and arrested them on the Night of Ashes, which would feasibly include Cesare's nephew, uh, his sister-in-law's son. Mm Mm-hmm. But if that is the case, then uh, he's been about 200 yards away from her this entire time if he's being held in the holding house, which is just down the street uh, around the bend a little more, bit from her tenement building.
5: More an unhappy coincidence.
0: Unhappy yeah. coincidence, if you will. However, you decided to uh, to go separate ways that you're going to go and meet with Citrona tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Adria and Vittoria decided to make their way to Old Kentargo to possibly ask some questions about said uh, missing children and maybe gather some information you're not positive.
1: I know, missing children.
0: Yes, and this is, of course, the beginning of uh, Part 1 of Book 2. Uh, part 1 being the ninth Proclamation, at which point that means that the party had leveled up, which is exciting for everyone involved.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys get
0: new abilities. I get to throw new, stronger monsters at you.
3: Y- y- mm-hmm. Yeah!
0: Yeah, Real
4: monsters are <laughs> the people we'll fight along the way. <laughs>
0: So in a standard array, let's go ahead and just do a quick round table. Everyone let me know uh, one cool thing that you got at this level.
1: Cool. Well, Adria did some retraining so she could take the herbalist dedication. So what I picked up this go around um, with my extra free rebellion mechanic dedication feat was poultice preparation. So now I can make my elixirs of life into poultices that get the oil trait, so that if somebody's right. nauseous, I can like rub some Vicks rub on their chest to make them
5: <laughs> <him> feel better. <laughs> oh my god.
0: We're really showing off the retraining mechanics in second edition. I know, seriously. So you are no longer a dandy.
1: I'm no longer a dandy. Now I'm a okay.
0: herbalist.
3: Fair hey, enough. Can I have some chicken soup and Sprite, please? Heck I think yes, I don't even that need a fee for
4: that.
0: <laughs> Alright,
4: Uh So, uh, as a fighter... I got another fighter feat. I picked knockdown. uh, So that is a two action move where you basically do uh, an attack and then a trip action after that. Uh, So uh, you have to hit with the melee strike first and then you do the trip. What's interesting about this is if you have a two handed weapon, you usually can't do a trip because you have to have a hand free to trip.
0: Okay, that's the advantage.
4: But with this, you can actually do it even with a two handed weapon.
3: Nice. Hmm. That's pretty neat.
4: Yeah, but here's the other thing: is both attacks count towards your multiple attack penalty, but the penalty doesn't increase until after you've made both of them. Ah, uh, hey, So that's nice that's me. for me. That's what I wanted: is I can get, do a trick at, trip at my highest BAB and get an attack. I mm. was
0: waiting for you to tell me how this was different than using one action to stab a dude and then one action to and try one to action to <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. And now you know. And now there we go. Yep. So it gives me a little
4: bit of flexibility, but uh, yeah, most yeah. importantly, I get to have a little bit more of a, of a bonus to trip after an attack. Nicolo approves. Yeah, Very exactly. Nice. Yeah, I was like, that's also going to be good for Nicolo. If case we mm. can't get into a flank with something, I can trip it. Yeah. All right. Chesare? Uh,
2: Chesare got the conceal spell feat. Um, mm. I can make a stealth check against uh, the ob- observer's perceptions checks uh, to conceal I'm casting a spell. If it has a verbal component, I have to make a deception check too. Otherwise, they can't tell that I'm casting the spell. Uh, this eventually leads Fancy. into silent spell, where I where I can literally do and I can use both the feats in connection with each other. So silent spell, I don't have to worry about the verbal component. So I just have to make the the stealth check, and then cool. nobody
5: knows I'm casting spells. Hmm.
0: Fancy that'll come in handy. So Vittoria.
5: Well, I got some fun, like, healy stuff, but the one I really like that I got this level as far as feats go is my red herring feat, Mm. um, which basically means I can avoid incorrect lines of inquiry, basically. So, like, if I pursue a lead, the GM is like, yeah, don't worry about that one.
1: Nice.
2: That leads out
4: where. (laughs) Don't
5: worry. The investigator gets a lot
1: of tell me the truth, GM. (laughs) Yes, basically.
4: (laughs) I compel you to tell me the truth.
5: Tell me me if I'm interpreting this correctly. The power investigator
4: compels you.
0: (laughs) I think I've mentioned before about that's part of the reason I like the investigator in 2E more than 1E. Because in 1E, so many times it was just like, I'm not actually investigating. I'm just a dude that gets some divinatory abilities. Mm. Mm. So you're basically a diviner and I'm just like, I'm using divination stuff. This actually is still, I'm doing the legwork. I just have stuff to help me eliminate... You know, possibilities; these mm-hmm. dead end yeah. threads, and so you're still doing the investigator side as a player, but your class is facilitating that, as opposed mm-hmm. to. N1A, and one, it a lot of times, felt like the investigator was just like, "Tell me the answer."
5: It, <laughs> it makes me kind of think of uh, uh, of the Sunken City game, where it's like when you start putting all the pieces together, and if you try yeah. to put two together, it's like, "No, those two don't go together." What are you doing? Uh, mm. And I kind of imagine that that's kind of what's happening: is that you're basically like, "No, no, those don't connect. Stop it." <laughs>
0: I believe you currently are pursuing a lead, are you not?
5: I am a per well, I am on the case for uh, the uh, serial killer in old Kentargo.
3: All right, and Nicolo. Well, uh Nicola's is pretty straightforward. I went ahead and took the dread striker feat this level, which does not require an action. Uh, so long as the target of my attack is frightened in any capacity, I get to deal sneak attack damage to them as if they were flat footed. Nice. Cool. Oh, awesome. I should take fear. Yeah, I also want to add up my intimidation, so I'm now an expert in that. But
1: okay, tomorrow. Nice. Tomorrow.
3: Nope. All <laughs> like, oh, uh, right. So it sounds like you guys
0: have some uh, some nifty new abilities. and Let's see how quickly I get to uh, force you to put those to use. Woohoo! Oh no.
1: <laughs> That's the best and worst part of the game.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bad kind of puppy.
1: Oh, we got spells and stuff, but like, whatever.
0: Well, yeah, but again, I'm just... Yeah. The audience can see the rest of them as they come up. hmm I got more stuff. It'll come up. It's true. Or not. I trust that it will. I suppose to jump back into things. Vittoria, Adria, you make your way through the city streets, heading in the direction of Old Cantargo. The day is getting long by this point. Uh, it's honestly only a little bit past five, so it's not nighttime yet. Mm. However, as the day has moved on, this soft drizzling of rain, as you make your way through the city streets, beginning to approach this portion of Old Cantargo. Old Cantargo, as the name implies, is the oldest part of the city. The neighborhoods here are a chaotic mix of fisheries, industrial strongholds, neighborhoods, warehouses, unlike other portions of the city, such as the Yolubilis Harbor, which is basically all industry. This area is so old that there is no real delineation between commercial and residential sections. It's all just one big mishmash. Many of the warehouses here have been rebuilt numerous times to the point where you walk by and it's difficult to tell is this a shop or is this an apartment building or is this storage or is it even abandoned? The one thing that can be stated easily for Old Kentargo is it is sturdy. The buildings here are almost all made of entirely of stone. And despite the fact that years have passed they have withstood the counting of decades. Everything has this old feel to it where there are no sharp edges, time and erosion and rain, and especially the rain like you have right now, which is mixed with the, once you get into this area with the thick plumes of smoke that rise up, mix with this and descend down. It just creates this, almost this maze of warrens as you make your way further into Old Cantargo. It is not nearly in the disrepair that Devil's Nursery is. Mm. And you honestly think that if it weren't for the, probably fostered by the government to some degree, animosity between Old Cantargo and Devil's Nursery, that they would have probably at one point blended into one and in the same.
2: Hmm.
0: However, that's not the case here, as a majority of, of course, Devil's Nursery is populated by the, the Tyflings as well as the other disenfranchised of the city. And here, these are the salt of the earth, sometimes in a uh, a literal grimy salt on their hands, as many of the salt workers and dock workers and such for the old harbor live in this section of the city as well. Uh, as a side note, both of you are somewhat aware that living conditions range from uh, squalid to fortified here, uh, wow. and ownership claims for buildings are sketchy yet best, uh, no. giving most of Old Cantargo and an informal policy of land belonging to whoever is currently making use of it.
5: Well, okay.
4: Sounds like a good place <laughs> for us to put our hideout.
5: Yeah. Maybe. Squatter's Keep an eye out for that right. as well.
0: You walk along Salt Street, making your way past uh, Castle Road before veering off into the warren of streets and back alleyways. You'd probably receive some decent directions from Cesare. That being said, it is somewhat difficult to actually find the Udibus tenements.
5: I don't know. I've got a 10 in Lower Cantargo. Does <laughs> That's that fair. help me at all?
0: <laughs> a little bit. The tenement building itself is one of numerous stacks that you pass here. Tall buildings that have been crunched in together to make these narrow confines. The building is gray. And if it weren't for the fact that the lettering is a lighter shade of gray over the door, you're not entirely positive if you would have noted it. The ground floor has bars on the windows that face the street. And all of the floors above that have windows that just look out onto the street below or windows that look over the alleyway on the one hand side. As you begin to approach the front door, you would see a young boy, maybe 12 or 13, sitting out of the front step, who would give you a nod as you begin to approach closer. He hops up to his feet and you think acts as something akin to a a bellboy. To be perfectly honest, you're not positive if he's paid or if this is maybe the child of the, the actual owner or superintendent for this building. The boy hops up, has matted black hair, which falls somewhat lank around his head as he's wearing just a simple shirt, which honestly, you think is probably frigid out here, but gives you a smile as you approach. Good afternoon. Afternoon. Hey there. Uh, are you a uh, prospective uh, tenants?
1: I look at Victoria. Yeah, you know, maybe. What can you tell us about the building?
0: Oh, this is Udamus Tenement. My mother owns it. Oh, good. Good for her. Well, technically, my grandmother owns it, but no matter. Uh, She doesn't do much these days. Anyway, we are uh, one of the oldest and uh, most respected buildings in all of old Kentargo. He squints staring off into space as if desperately studying a bird in the sky trying to remember (laughs) something. He's doing a great job. We have uh, accommodations, trash pickup every week. Uh, There's No internal plumbing, uh, but the back window does overlook a sewer grate, so uh, chamber pots are not provided. Um, We do have a deal with a local shop for providing affordable furniture if you do not have furniture of your own that you may lease if you wish and have the funds applied to your rent. Understanding that leasing means in no way that you are purchasing the material and they will still belong to the establishment.
1: Sure. You know, you're given a real good heads up. Um,
0: uh-huh.
1: I'm, I'm curious about the other residents. We heard there were some kids that went missing.
0: His face falters for a moment. Um, any negative things that you may have heard about a Udemy? He gestures with, one, with <laughs> one arm back towards the building behind him are probably just the uh, jealous phrasings of the surrounding subpar tenement complexes.
5: Did you know the children?
0: You may make me a diplomacy check. (laughs) Sorry. One of you can be the primary. The other can aid if you so wish.
5: I got a plus nine. What you got? I have a seven.
1: I'm better at lying than diplomatizing.
0: I mean, you could still attempt to aid DC 20.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to watch his face to see if he's lying when he answers her.
0: Okay. So you make a perception instead.
1: Yes. A secret perception. I think about the fact that I have a snack in my pocket. and I was like, I'm going to offer this boy food. Boys like food. All boys. Young, growing boys that are teen, can, like can preteens. firm
0: and boy like but food. They each out of
5: house and home.
0: So, Vittoria, what'd you make for your diplomacy?
5: Uh, I rolled an 18 for a 27.
0: Nice. nice. Okay. Uh, Adrian. as far as you're concerned, you're not 100% positive as far as telling the truth oh. as he hasn't really attempted to lie to you about anything. You do think he's very nervous about... Like someone noticing him talking to strangers, mm. and not like talking up the building behind him. Like if his mother saw him, or his grandmother, who he seems to be a little bit more afraid of than his mother.
2: Hmm.
0: He glances back towards the building. I mean, I I kind of knew them. Angus, not really. Finio, though. I mean, he's really nice. He's trying to. He kind of scuffs his shoe, like literal hole through a shoe on the uh, the floor. Mm. Kind of looks around. He's trying to get places. Hmm. I mean, he'd sometimes bring back books and, you know, ran a, a little class under the stairway for a couple of the rest of us.
5: Aww. Aww. That's so nice of him.
0: And so very, very sad. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen either of them since last week.
5: Did you see them talking to anyone? Other prospective tenants by any chance?
0: Uh, no. I mean, Angus worked with his folks. I don't know what they do, but Finio... Vinio also worked with his folks, but um, he would go out in the town more. Hmm.
1: Can you tell us which uh, I mean, if we wanted to talk to the parents, my friend here is actually a very good investigator and could maybe help find them.
5: which would then in turn make it a lot easier for you to find prospective clients. It's
0: true. So you're looking for directions
5: to the parents of Vinio uh, and uh, Angus. Thanks.
0: the shellots. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. shallots like the un- like the onion.
0: Uh, shell like a shell.
1: She shell, she shell,
0: right. she shell, she shell. And she and then I think a T. Okay. Um, I'm not great at the.
5: I can fill it in. Don't worry.
0: Thanks. Okay. Um, yeah, I can provide you directions to anyone that you wish to speak to for a nominal fee.
1: Oh well, we was gonna give you um a tip for your services, regardless, honey. Uh oh, Adriel okay. will hand him a silver.
3: Oh, oh. oh.
0: Yeah. Also, he, you should get yourself her. a coat, very, maybe some very new very shoes. Very quickly, like shoves that in his pocket, glancing around. Yeah, he didn't want to get mugged. It was Nobody a subtle that, right?
5: hand. It wasn't like a let me she, hold she it did out that like this. Thing, that, you know, like whatever. His I hand, at Albertson's. Yeah, you put it in between your fingertips and you just shake his hand. Yeah. and it just slips. Yeah, I did that whole maneuver.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Sheltz's there up on the fourth floor. Uh, there's, um, there are four apartments to a floor. And they are in 4C.
1: Great. Now you go get yourself some new shoes, maybe a coat. Okay?
0: Okay.
5: And if you hear anything or see anything amiss, will you tell us?
0: He pauses for a long moment. Do, do you think it's the masked man?
5: Masked man? Huh. Yeah. You've seen a masked man?
0: There's... He nervously glances back towards the, the building. Kind of takes a few steps closer to... All of you. Again, he's standing on the steps leading into the building. Mm. So he's been closer to eye level up until this point. As he steps forward again, you don't think he's a child much older than maybe 12 at the most. Although he's probably a small 12 year old. My grandma, Nerla, she says it's superstition. But they say that every year two children go missing. Taken by the masked man.
1: For what purpose?
0: I heard. He glances back. I heard that he throws sand in your eyes to blind you and then takes you and then plucks your eyes out and then takes your eyes to feed to his children on the moon.
1: That took a turn?
0: That was
4: oddly specific, too. Have
0: we
1: ever heard of this, like, urban legend?
5: Yeah, I was going to say, I've lived in Citargo.
0: If you are a local to the city, you may make a society check.
5: Okay, let's make a society and see yeah. what the... <laughs> talking about here. Some real
1: crazy stuff.
4: That's a That's a new one.
1: Mm-hmm. His children on
5: the moon!
0: They're moon beasts. They eat Vittoria, eyes. Vittoria, no. Um, but of course, oh, Victoria, really? you didn't grow up on Argo Island. No, I didn't. <sighs> Adria, as far as, like, plucking out your eyes and feeding them to his children on the moon, n- no. That being said, rumors of child disappearances have never been necessarily uncommon. Hmm. But then again, also, you know, children running around, playing, not being safely supervised... Getting caught or drowning—you know—unfortunately, a tragedy like that is known to happen.
5: And fish would go for the eyes first because it's soft. Mm-hmm.
0: But you do know urban legends about like masked people that will take children and all the rest of that. I don't imagine you probably used it to scare your children, but it's a common one being used yeah. that's used to scare. Usually, in the uh, if you don't do blank, uh, yeah, usually the blank actually being going to sleep,
5: or if you stay out too late. Yeah, this feels very Sandmanish.
0: It's very Sandman kind of style.
5: Yeah, I wonder if that's
4: in reference to the the cult of Norgebur that used to be here. Like maybe there was an actual incident of this, and then it's just been perpetuated as a rumor.
5: I mean, it's been a rumor in every city maybe. ever, I
4: think, since people existed.
5: Yeah, sure. some sort of boogeyman mm. to keep you to keep you behaving properly.
4: I mean, when there are actual boogeymen as a actual yeah, monster wow, yeah. in Pathfinder, <laughs>
0: eh. but
5: huh. you yourself have never actually seen the masked man.
0: Oh no one sees the masked man and lives
5: Mm, I see
0: But you know
5: I can't tell you one way or the other But I can tell you That I am searching for whoever it is And if it's a masked man He's going to need a lot more than
1: sand
0: I hope you find them soon Mm.
1: That
5: is my intent
1: Have you heard of anybody else Going missing aside from Angus And and his brother
0: Uh, No I heard some lady got Stabbed a few blocks away
5: Oh, I heard that too. Dangerous round, yeah. But that's all you heard about it? Just a stabbing.
0: Look at you, just yeah. a stabbing.
5: Well I didn't know if anything else.
0: Again, I'm I'm just here to to point people to the amazing savings, he gestures with one big arm to the house behind them.
5: I make
1: a mental note to tell Nicolo about the amazing savings.
0: <laughs> this is this, first off. This, this, this can't is, be worse. I was going to say this is already looking better than Nicolo's place for sure.
2: If I convince Kalanis to move out, you can take her apartment. Yeah, <laughs> a
1: sublet, as it were. What was his name?
0: You never asked.
1: Oh, uh, what's your name? Chris. Well. Good to meet you, Chris. Uh We're going to head upstairs now, if that's okay with you.
0: Okay. Not a problem. Uh, feel free to make your way in. Uh, please wipe your boots on the mat. Sure.
1: We'll do. Okay. I guess we do, so.
0: Very well. huh. He stands there trying to, but not really successfully, not look nervous as he clutches one hand to that pocket <laughs> at all times. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. You step inside the the building. Again, all things considered, while the area, while a lot of the upkeep seem or while a lot of that seems to be relatively poor, this building is in good upkeep. Okay. the floors inside are clean. It looks like they've been recently cleaned, from what you can tell. A single hallway leads down before leading to a set of steps that ascends up. There's a door off towards the side that has a small plaque on it that is uh, labeled superintendent. Uh, There's a door on the opposite side that is labeled kitchen.
5: So what are your thoughts? Do you think the kidnapping of the children is connected to the murders? I mean, it seems pretty different. If somebody had stabbed some children,
1: maybe. Well, without a body, we don't know. Mm. But they didn't we hear that
5: they had just disappeared? Like in like, poof. Thin air. It sounds magical almost a little bit. And I find that all urban legends have some basis in fact, whether it's a singular story that has been blown out of proportion. Well,
1: parents have been telling kids to hang out and hide or come home on time, do their chores, or else the XYZ thing will get them forever. And we are a coastal city, so kids, they go play at night, they get in the water, they shouldn't, they get pulled out, they drown. I mean, that kind of stuff happened, has happened since I was a kid. So maybe I, I've never heard of anybody harvesting eyes to feed their moon children, anything like that though.
5: Well, and we're not particularly close to the water in this tenement. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see what the parents have to say. Yep. And then we'll see what the others say tomorrow.
0: Ascending up the stairs, uh, making your way. The stairs are in the center of the building here. Uh, and it looks like a lamp has basically been set up on the top of each flight, but the lamps have been turned exceptionally low.
5: Gotta save that gas, you know?
0: Just save gas mm-hmm. as much as possible. Fair. As such, when you're walking up the stairs here, it is almost walking up in darkness. You can see where you're going, but actually seeing the stairs is difficult.
5: I think I have low-light vision,
0: don't
5: I? Oh, I do I too. Think? I'm a half-elf. We're half elves. Yeah, yeah we're In low-light, you don't have much Team of a- half elf. Elf. Okay, we're fine. The half-elf
1: breakout group here.
0: The steps creak and groan under you, and it's that thing where at one point they it looks like they were lacquered, but right in the center where everyone walks... The lacquering has worn down, so it's like darker on the outside and then just a light wood in the center as you ascend up. Okay. None of the boards are loose, but many of the boards do bend under your weight as you ascend to make your way up. You circle back around, ascend, circle back around, ascend, get up to the fourth floor. You don't actually know what floor Cesare's sister lives on.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You exit out of the stairwell and find, uh, as you step out, there's uh, a door ahead of you. Uh, across basically from where you immediately step out and then you can kind of look around the corner and see doors on the opposite side a window overlooks the outside and provides the only real illumination on this landing once you reach it and considering how the night's getting on it's not great it looks like no one's gone around to light the lamps yet which they probably wait until the very last moment when people are actually returning back from work to like light, light the lamps up here mm-hmm. again you assume to save money Probably. Two mismatched chairs sit under the window next to a table that looks to be maybe just a gathering area. Although, Mm -hmm. judging by the number of uh, trays that you can see over there, it's probably where people go to smoke their pipes towards the end Mm. of the evening.
1: Yeah. I guess we'll knock on the door.
0: Directly across from where you've come up is 4C, next to 4D. Knock, knock. Wrapping on the door. Only a few seconds passes before the door opens. A towering figure... Stands on the other side of the door. Again, you've been dealing with Nicolo for a while, who's actually pretty large himself. This man must be about six and a half feet. Wow. Taller even than Cesare. The man is broad, uh, wears a simple shirt, a dark pair of pants. He has a short cut but thick head of red hair and an even longer and thicker red beard. He looks down at you with piercing eyes. A much smaller figure, that of a red-headed woman, glances around his arm as the door opens. Both of them look noticeably disappointed to see you.
1: Yeah. Wait, don't take um, it
5: personally. No.
0: How can I help you?
5: Good evening, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Shall- Shallot. Yes. Um, I hope I am not intruding on your evening.
0: Is, is there something? Have you found something? No, uh, dear, they're not. Datarium. Who are you and why are you here?
5: Well, uh, my name is Vittoria and I actually work with the Tatari on occasion. And uh, after hearing about um, the unfortunate disappearance of your children, I was hoping that maybe I could ask you a few questions and see if I couldn't aid them in their investigation. This is my uh, companion, Adria. Adria Waves. She's going to be helping me if you are willing.
0: So you're experts?
1: Vittoria is at uh- Really, the preeminent investigator of the city, an up-and-comer. And And I feel like (laughs) with her talents, we can hopefully find what happened to to Angus and to uh, Finio.
0: The man seems to bristle some, as if upset before the woman lays a hand on his elbow. They're here to help. Them being here to help means that the guard has found nothing.
5: Have they come to speak with you already?
0: He grunts, steps out of the way, and just kind of gestures a hand. Don't need to have any more of a display for the neighbors. As he growls this, you hear a door that was probably creaked open, shut somewhere further down the hallway.
4: (laughs) Man, disrespectful. Yeah, well. I guess we go
0: in. They lead you into a small apartment. Uh, You would say maybe about 15 feet wide, perhaps 25 feet long as far as this room is concerned. Although judging by the curtain on the far side of the room, it looks like they cordoned off the far side of the room to make it into you're going to guess the boys room judging oh. by the fact that there's two beds there the curtain is still open it's currently open because also the only window that they have for this room is on Aww. that wall Aww. so they
1: give the boys the window they're such good parents
0: the man leads all of you to the table that they have it's a table for four settles you down goes over relights the stove and in short order provides both of you with lukewarm and watered-down coffee before sitting down in a chair himself.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: We're out of sugar.
5: No need. It's all good. So I understand the Datari have... Did they come to at least take initial statements?
0: We spoke to a guard captain. Um, I'm Morton. This is Sessie, my wife. We're not natives to this city. Hmm. We moved here a few years back, trying to make something better for our boys. It was a long trip, and unfortunately, what funds we had, we... He glowers, his wife nods. We were taken advantage of on our mm. trip here.
5: Very hot. Sorry to hear that.
0: Mm. We trusted someone to help us into the city, and they abandoned us. It took us some time to actually get here, and work has been slim since then.
5: I understand the boys... Work with you or help you out?
0: I'm a roofer. Hmm. Ceci is also. She mixes. I lay. Angus helps me with that. Finio, he's... Uh, I, I love both of my children. Finio's the smart one, though.
5: He's hmm. a bit more academic.
0: He's good with numbers. He helps with the books, balancing oh. budgets. You'd be amazed. I mean, they're they're 14, but they're... Well, she just stares down into her coffee.
5: They sound like great kids. They do sound... Wonderful. When is the last time that you saw them or spoke with them?
0: Starday. It was uh, a week ago now. They'd gone out. Angus had started doing some odd jobs on the weekends to try to make some more money. I don't exactly like it, but um, it's not as heavy of work.
1: Where was he working? Any particular place?
0: Over in the old dock, Old Harbor. He'd just go over there to see if any of the fishermen needed help pulling in their hauls first thing in the morning. Just help with a little physical labor, pick up a few extra coppers. He was sweet on a girl that lives over there near Olmer's Smithy.
1: Do you know her name?
0: He's reaching the age where he doesn't really want to talk to his folks about his interests. Finio had been helping out a little bit, but we're interested in him studying. I understand he had some interest in getting involved in the the temple, the Church of Abadar. They do uh, training courses for young students, particularly those interested in finance, getting them involved. Sure. He's a smart boy. They both set out first thing. They said they were just running straight over there. They might have stopped by someplace on the way, but sometimes they like to check around the salt market for odds and ends. Mm. Sometimes they go over to... Sweet Tooth to pick up some candy. Sometimes they head over to the Vespin's Artisans to to check out some of the, the new exhibits there, look for things. They're up-and-comers, go-getters. They're good, smart boys. They wouldn't have... The guard told me maybe they found a job or ran away, but they wouldn't have run away.
5: Hmm. Well, you've given us several places to follow up with, and I intend to do so. Was there a favorite of theirs that they... Frequented more than others.
0: No, not really. i Angus liked to hit the salt market. Sometimes there would be scrimshaw artists down there. He always found that interesting.
5: Okay.
0: Some of the the trout around here, people would carve the skulls into to neat designs. And Vinio, like I said, would make his way over to the uh, the house of Golden Vels. But he wouldn't have done that without letting us know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the guard already followed up with them there. Either. This
5: may seem like a weird question. Did either of them mention anything about a masked man? Or have you heard any rumors or seen anything about such a figure?
0: They looked confusedly at each other before shaking their heads. No, I, I heard some rumors that there were people stirring up troubles in the cities. or hooded vigilantes or some such. But no, I haven't heard anything about a masked man.
4: Hey, they've heard of us.
0: Mm. Okay. his wife furrows her brow I think I heard something about one of the the little boys mentioned something when this first happened it might have been the door boy the mm. supervisor's kid mm. but he said it was some sort of legend but we're from Nirmathos we're not even from here
5: it's more of just leaving no stone unturned mm-hmm.
0: look we don't have much but if, if you find anything
5: I am Going to be very frank with you, I don't do this for payment. I do this because the people of this city deserve it. It's exactly. the least I could do to help. Um, Have any other investigators come by to ask you anything, or just the Datari?
0: Just the Datari. Okay. They haven't followed up, though, not since they took our statements, and that was Sunday. It's been a week.
5: Do you remember the name of the Datari that you spoke with?
0: Um, he had a funny-sounding name, like cols Uh, I, I don't know. I'll so,
5: see if I can... Do you, uh, by any chance, remember what district they were sent from? Which tower?
0: I'm assuming this district, but, um... No, we had been out all night the night before, and it was kind of a blur. Mm. If, uh, if you need anything across the way from Vespens Artisans over in Jarvis's End... I'm doing some replacement work on a, a building there. It's where I usually am during the mm. day, but since it's raining, the mortar won't set. So, sure. If it's if it's sunny, I'll be out there. If not, I'll be here. Unfortunately, there's still bills to pay.
1: Okay, well we we are going to hunt down these leads, and um, we will let you know what we find.
0: Okay, it's their uh, it's their birthday next month. Hmm. I just like them home.
1: The big fifteen, that's a big one.
0: it is. it's It's when there'll be men, and I told my son if he really liked this girl, well, find them for me.
5: I will do my best. We mm-hmm. will do our best. Um, and if you for some reason hear anything else, um, I don't have a, a particular office, but you can leave any messages at uh, Pietro's coffee house. I understand it is across Lake Bridge. Um, or, uh, actually better yet, um, have you been to the Cloven Hoof Society? Have you uh, ever been around that area?
0: All the locals tell me not to, to go to Devil's Nursery.
5: Ah, I'd rather not force you there then.
0: And I'm not afraid uh, to go in there myself, just, I've heard rumors about what they do there, so.
1: Well, most rumors ain't that true. Um, that's a good place to leave a message for us, or, drink uh, see the blood of babies. <laughs> <laughs> or see which glass on Bleak Bridge if you don't want to pay the toll to get across. Now that they've hiked that up.
0: Okay. All right. Let me know if there's anything I can do, or if you have any more questions, anything at all.
1: Of course. You try and have a good night,
5: and um, we're gonna try to find your boys. And uh, one last question: uh, Where was <laughs> one there? more thing? I'm trying to get her out, and she keeps turning <laughs> well, back but, to ask but, more questions. Well, I Just said when thing. did they see them last, but like, uh, or uh, like the last time they talked to him. But where did they see them last?
0: They left the house starting morning. Um, uh, Morton doesn't have much more to say. Sessie uh, could give you, again, you know, they were they were both wearing these pants. Um,
5: mm-hmm. Yeah. Victoria Angus just had a, a, sketch, a loose
0: shirt probably. on. Uh, Finio was carrying his, um, his holy symbol of Abadar. I mean, it's just wood, but, you know, that's the only so. jewelry that he wears. Uh, they would tell you that they're both identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, like... Red hair? You can tell them apart, where Angus wears his hair cut short, Finio wears it in a ponytail, Angus is a lot more muscular.
1: Okay.
0: But other than that, they look identical.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: But yeah, I suppose uh, you know, Nicolo, you make your way to the Cloven Hoof Society and talk to uh, Straya there.
3: Give yeah, kind of I'm a- mostly just going to try to make sure, I don't know, what the what the ball is going to be going forward, because I'm sure this is significantly going to impact the people around there. Uh,
0: it's more or less that if you're trying to find jobs for people, you're probably going to have to stick to Old Harbor right now, as opposed to the Yolubilis Harbor, unless they yep. can arrange a warehouse there to let people stay in. Yeah,
3: which is going to be tricky. So,
0: Yeah. I'm assuming if there are no objections, you guys had, uh, I believe you uh, decided to meet early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So all of you could easily meet up at Sea Witch Glass. Uh, again, Cesare's, uh sister-in-law is uh, accompanying him as well. Kalanis is again... Uh, Tall, has all the uh, the stately grace that you would expect of an elven woman. She is Pell, as in like Peller than Cesare, who's already pretty, a pretty Pell boy himself. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't get out much. Unlike normal, as far as Cesare is concerned or anything, Or the rest of you don't necessarily know this, you know, has somewhat dark circles around her eyes. Cesare having spent the night with her like she, you don't know if she has gotten a good night's sleep since her son went missing.
5: I mean, understandable. Like we're just watching re- through Stranger Things again and how frantic Winona Ryder acted. I'm like, yeah, that's probably exactly how she's totally
4: been. justified. Yeah.
5: Yep.
2: She makes costumes and does hair at the opera house. So, I mean, Lucia probably knows her already. Oh, I 100%. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, and one of those, like, keep in mind, the chillish opera house is a, An it is like the opera house in Paris.
2: Well, it's one of those, they've seen each other, at least. It
0: it is that, like, I would recognize her. She's that elven woman. But at the same time, many of the productions have over 70 cast members. So it's not necessarily a first name basis so much as a... No, but like, I've probably done
4: like a costume fitting. But But I
0: assume Cesare gives introductions.
2: Yeah, I would introduce everybody.
0: Kalanis gives all of you a nod, somewhat curious. Hmm. I see uh, my brother-in-law has expanded his uh, circle of friends quite a bit.
2: I don't entirely know what you mean by that. He nudges her.
0: That you're not just sitting up there brooding in your tower?
2: I don't brood.
0: (laughs) Sitting up there brooding, staring onto the night, stroking your cat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You would stroke your beard, but you're not. Raven, that's right, right? (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Kalenis nods. If all of you wish to accompany, which seems to be what Cesare
3: is saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know what...
2: um, My friends are going to help us in our Mm -hmm. search.
3: We want to help our friend, and so by extension, we want to help you. Yep. I'll take any help that I can get. Well, if you've come to the right place, then. Let's hope so.
1: Is it still cold out?
3: It is cool. Not necessarily cold.
4: Okay. Time to bust out that uh, parka.
1: I was thinking, is Adria (laughs) going to bring
5: that little boy on the stupid coat? No, not if it's cool. Well, you told him to buy a coat and some shoes. So yeah, hopefully but he's he a 12-year-old boy. He's probably not going to do that. I know. <laughs> well, also, it's a silver year old piece. 12-year-old <laughs> boys knows how can much function in 30-degree weather in shorts, and I don't know what magic well, I bought a silver piece worth of candy.
1: <laughs> just as yeah. candy.
5: Candy as big as your
1: face. Yeah.
5: He might get the shoes.
3: I hope so. Mm, but that's a lot more candy I could have gotten. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I could get a candy and a toy with a silver mm. piece. You gonna get candy toy and shoes
5: probably.
3: Eh, yeah, well.
5: Say, so poor kid would probably still go for the shoes.
3: You would think, yeah. But, uh, all right, so we're heading to the tooth and nail, right? The bar. Never too early to go to the bar. <laughs> I do enjoy me some day drinking.
1: They probably do a hangover, cure.
3: You gather together.
0: Set off. Make your way through the city streets. Travel down uh, the, uh, Bridgeway down to Red Street and then take uh, Red Street down to Salt Street and Salt Street over. As you wind your way through the Red Roof District, southern side of Temple Hill, back briefly through Jarvis's end. <laughs> uh, Jarvis end. I always wanted to make it possessive. Yeah. Before making your way into Old Cantargo again. As the city streets bustle, I imagine Vittoria and Adria kind of glancing up towards the sky where the sun has come out and the clouds have parted. Thinking that uh, at the very least, Morton is able to get back to his work.
5: Yeah,
1: we do keep an eye out for some redheaded boys.
5: Yeah, there's a little part of me that's debating whether or not I want to meet up with Set and see if she knows about this. but oh.
4: comparison uh, notes.
5: We will do our own investigating. I don't know if she's investigating this, if she considers this part of it. I don't know if she even knows about it. Like,
4: Well, it's you have to keep in mind, they're missing, not necessarily dead. I know. And so they may not be tied to it yet because they they haven't been found.
0: Eventually, you wind your way around and make your way to the Tooth and Nail. Oh, as a side note, anyone that wishes to may technically uh, make me a knowledge or a society check for anything that you know pertaining towards uh, Saturnus Sabinus. Yes. Send that out real quick as you guys are uh, navigating the city streets, watching as uh, people come out, children playing in the streets. Again, old Cantargo is worn down, although it's not nearly the the worn that Devil's Nursery is. Although it is notable that the city has turned a blind eye to this portion of it for years and years, especially considering that it's within eyesight of the Castle Kentargo and the Temple of Asmodeus,
1: mm.
0: that either of them could do something. But then again, Devil's Nursery is literally
3: in the shadow of Temple Hill, so. Mm. So Colonus, do you think that it yes. would be a good or a bad idea to uh, call her the Countess when we come in? <laughs> I've used
0: the term jokingly sometimes, but it's mostly when she's on the job. Gotcha. She countess. runs her bar
3: a little bit like a countess, if you will. I've uh, heard of the tooth and nail. Um, and uh, well, Citrona has a, a bit of a reputation. Uh, I mean, a lot of folks do know about her family's long lost noble roots. Mm. Uh, apparently, you know, as I think we discussed already, she um, used to be part of a noble family before their titles were stripped from them. She's not exactly buddy-buddy with the current powers, if that makes any sense. Good. <laughs> and uh, things have not been, well, understandably so, not going well for her since the proclamation. You approach
0: the building. The Tooth and Nell presents a facade of a rundown tavern. <laughs> However, it is in fact well-known as a fixture of Old Cantargo, a popular hangout for the district's artisans, merchants, and the occasional group of adventurers. The single-story tavern is marked by nothing but a wooden post outside with four bent and rusty nails and six wolves' teeth hammered into its weathered face
1: <laughs>
0: it also cool. shares the uh, the building does share its side with a confectionery shop identified by the word sweet tooth painted at its entrance on a two-sided alley nice uh, approaching the building you could easily make your way up towards the front door which is wide open from what you understand uh, only because of the recent curfew has the tooth and nail closed its door. Hmm. Uh, Previously, it was one of those places where they would, you know, let you stay the night if you were too drunk. uh, Usually Uh, slipping a copper piece out of your purse to cover the, you know, area of the floor that you're renting for the night.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They don't even have a cot for you. It's just, you know, you passed out on
0: the floor somewhere. There you go. If someone drinks you under the table, they will let you sleep under the table.
4: (laughs) I mean, that's nice of them instead of throwing you out.
0: Yeah. As you make your way in, the room is... The common room for this place is large, as in there's probably enough room in this common area to comfortably sit the better part of maybe 50 people. Judging by the sheer number of tables in here, there are numerous windows which line the surrounding walls, providing a great deal of just general illumination, which is good because, again, much as in many of the poorer areas around here, there are only a few lanterns here and there. Mm. The place has the feel of a well-loved old leather chair. It seems comfortable, if not ostentatious. It seems broken in, but not broken. All the furniture is in good shape, even if
3: it is all seen wear and tear over the years. Mm. One place buffed just so by a patron who sits in the same seat every time. Mm.
0: Yep. Overhead, you can see the support beams from these hang numerous lanterns, although none of these are currently lit. Again, there's only a few table lamps that have actually been lit, and very few people in here. A couple mm. of people have already stopped by this morning. The still stink of beer, tobacco smoke, and something else hovers in the air. Just that smell of a bar. Mm. A man stands behind the counter, looks over all of you curiously as you enter. A tall man somewhat roundly built with what you could only really describe as a cherubic face. Just large cheeks, bright red, and a mop of blonde hair. Hmm. He gives you all the warmest
3: smile as you enter. Welcome to the Tooth and Nail. Can I get you folks some drinks? Nikola shrugs, uh, tosses a couple of copper on the table. Yeah, sure. I'll go in and take one. Ah, What do you have? Uh, Lager, if you got it. Lager? All
0: right. Any of the rest of you folks? Uh, copper for what's on tap. Five copper for any of the uh, anything that I have to crack a bottle for.
1: Do you have <laughs> any food?
0: Food? Um, I mean, I don't know if it counts as food, but he digs around under the, you know, the counter before putting out what you're going to guess is just the uh, the standard bar f- food nuts and such as he sets it up on the counter.
4: Get that salty stuff in you so you drink more.
1: Okay, let me get some rum then.
0: You've got it. Uh, Kalanis kind of looks him over, looks around. Hey Insom, I was hoping to speak to Citrona. The man, Insom, you guess. Just gives oh, I a I thought smile she called nod. him
4: handsome.
2: Nope. Oh, I thought hey, yeah, handsome. that's what I thought too. No, hey, nope. comma name. So I was gonna be
0: like, uh, that's
4: weird.
1: Hey, handsome.
0: The man, Insom, you guess, gives a nod. Uh, yeah, she's downstairs doing inventory. Um, I can trust you guys not to hop the counter, so I'll be back here in a minute. He smiles, makes his way off
1: ass sips her drink, and it's just like, that guy is too trusting to run a bar. Mm. Are you
5: planning to steal from him? No, but not everybody is us. Well, Mm. maybe we just have trustworthy faces.
0: Insom's not exactly the sharpest of knives, if Mm. you will. Mm. Well,
3: he's a nice enough sort, though. It's nice not to have somebody look at me like I'm going to rob the place and burn it down on my way out. So he's a very trusting person.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
3: But from what I understand, talking to Citrona,
0: um, he hasn't been able to hold down a job anywhere else mm. and honestly he's not a very good employee mm. we all gotta have jobs somewhere I guess yep. the man returns back upstairs after a short minute uh, followed along with a woman behind him Citrona is short as in maybe five feet even mm. she has a mop of auburn hair which is cut short as well and a splash of freckles that covers the top of both of her cheeks and runs across her nose she wears fitted clothing, and you notice that she walks with a certain amount of authority, despite not having an imposing stature. You're going to guess that if she were to start yelling or throwing people out of the bar, people would listen. Mm. Noble bearing. She glances over all of you, glances past all of you towards her friend. I wasn't expecting company. Chesray, your sister glances towards you, looks kind of back. This is my brother-in-law, Cesare.
2: Good morning. Um,
0: the woman nods curtly. And these are his friends. Hello. Hello. Name's Niccolo.
5: Vittoria gives a nod. Do the introduction dance.
0: Hmm? The woman eyes all of you for a moment, takes the clipboard she was holding, hands it over to Insom. If you'll finish the inventory downstairs. I get to do inventory? <laughs>
1: oh,
2: oh, oh no. she's just going to oh, do it again.
0: Oh, this poor man. Um, go nuts.
1: Oh,
2: no. He
0: <laughs> oh, no. smiles, looks back. It was great meeting all of you.
2: You too, and Good some... to
0: meet you too.
2: Uh, have a nice day.
0: Of course. You kind of hear a mutter. It's like, I've never seen numbers this big as he goes down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. He's a simple farmhand.
3: I mean, he's oh. a nice guy.
0: Come on. Saturno watches him walk downstairs, glances around the, uh, the bar as it's basically emptied out now, with the exception of all of you. Walks around the counter, walks up to the front door, closes it, locks it, turns back towards all of you. Okay. I know Kalanis and I trust Kalanis. I don't know any of you. Fair. Hmm.
2: I can assure you that I want what is best for my sister and to find my nephew.
3: As far as the rest of us, is there any sort of assurance we can give you? What are your qualifications? Are you Hmm. adventurers? (laughs) No. I could use
0: the muscle, but... I need more discretion than most adventurers <laughs> usually give me. Uh,
4: Lucia figures try, tries to resist the urge to be like, I mean, I'm an etiquette coach.
3: <laughs> Do you have a rodent problem in your basement? We could probably take Do care of that. You need to that. learn how to properly
4: pour drinks for nobles.
1: <laughs> Let's say that we are in the business of making Kentago a better place. And a point on our resume could potentially have been witnessed at the salt warehouse are at the saltworks with a bunch of lost crows. Nice.
0: Very nice. I'm familiar with these crows. That's Mm. a start.
1: Us too. They're good. Good crows.
2: What other qualifications are you wanting?
0: What specifically are you here for?
2: I am here to find my nephew and of course the other hell knights.
0: And
3: why do you think I can help with that?
5: Does Kalanis know we're part of the Rebellion? No, she does
3: not.
5: Because I I feel like she's about to find out.
3: To be frank with you, we have very few other places to go. There are very few people who might even be willing to talk to us about this. If you don't know anything, well, then you don't know anything, but we have to try.
2: You were going to hold a meeting. I'm assuming you have some sort of lead or something to go on.
3: I was going to hold a meeting to support
0: my friends and those that are suffering as I am Hmm. and now you show up immediately after my cousin has been declared public enemy number one I've literally only finished getting this bar put back together after the hell knights tossed it for the third time since the night of ashes so I apologize if I'm not in the most trusting of moods I don't blame you
2: we cannot make you work with us and that we will pursue this with or without your help But if you know anything, it would at least point us in the right direction.
3: Know anything about what specifically? Where we could even begin looking to try to help out the torrent.
5: Make contact. Nothing else.
3: There's a bunch of people who have been falsely accused of a crime they did not commit. You're saying all the right things. If I
0: were to know where my cousin was. Which is a big if.
2: The wild the speculation, I'm sure. You. What can we do to prove
0: ourselves? I'm no inquisitor of Asmodeus to force you to tell me the truth. Kalanis shakes her head. They're my brothers trustworthy. Ish. And.
2: <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <almost dead> <laughs> <it>! <laughs> what does that
4: mean? <laughs> that was spicy. Most savage of comments. Kalanis
3: Whoa. is
0: oh <laughs> My brother is trustworthy.
2: No, ish, apparently.
0: If at times a little overbearing.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. She gives you a pointed
0: look. (laughs) (laughs) My brother also has skill, magical power. And if he's bringing any of the rest of these along, having been in dangerous situations before, I'm certain that they are all capable themselves. Saturna shakes her head. Capability isn't what I'm worried about. My family has routinely made mistakes in allying with the wrong people. Something I don't aim to repeat. Why are you willing to go out of your way to help my cousin? You're asking me to literally admit to a crime of which I could be shoved in a frickin' doghouse for.
1: Adria moves closer to this lady, but in such a way that Kalanis cannot like, read my lips and I can drop my voice low, because I don't know Kalanis. Because... Your cousin, we think, is probably going to be instrumental in throwing off the yoke that is our current eh, mayor. And that is our ultimate purpose in everything that we are doing at this
5: current moment as a
0: group. She looks you over, looks over the rest.
5: Uh, there's a little part of me that just wants to like make like a little bird thing at her. But I know that would just be, one, Victoria never would. Two, it looks really dumb, but, you know, like trying to say, hey, we're the ravens.
3: Um, yeah. I, nobody
4: knows about us though. We're like a <laughs> yeah, semi-secret that, that's society. A dead group,
3: you know? I
1: figured telling her
3: she could have enough family history to at least know about what happened before the thrones actually ascended.
1: I'll also withdraw my small silver raven figure and show it to her in my hand and then put it back in my pocket.
0: I'm interested. Follow-up question. Mhm. Sure. She looks mostly at Adria for this one. Who are you trying to keep a secret from? Everyone. I meant you're pitching down to talk to me in this room where there's only
3: seven of us.
1: I just met Atlantis (laughs) like yesterday. I don't know. Actually, I think I
2: met her today.
3: Technically, it would have been today. Yes.
2: No, for the God's sake. We're the Silver Ravens. Do you want their help or not? Jezre leans up against the bar. Okay, cool.
1: Then if we're cool with uh, your sisters in it now, sorry.
0: That name means very little specifically to her other than a wasn't that a thing once?
4: So, basically, uh, our little organization is directly opposed to the current Lord Mayor and his way of governing the city of Kentago.
0: I'm familiar with your organization. That makes it a lot easier, then. I am friends with certain members of the Clovenhoof Society. So you're responsible for aiding them in dealing with the situation plaguing the Red Roof District. Indeed. Good. That's the character witness I was looking for. You wish to help my cousin. And by extension, help the Order of the Torrent. Yes. And
5: by extension, help the city itself.
0: Also true. It's
5: a domino effect.
0: I do not specifically know where my cousin is. Very well. However, I do have theories, if you will.
3: Hmm. We have skills. If you have theories, we can look. The
0: Church of Asmodeus have been watching my building every day. They probably saw you come in here. So just Mm. to be aware of that. Fair enough.
5: We need to make sure we leave here looking drunk.
0: I have attempted to dissuade them as much as possible because my relationship with my cousin is known to be difficult. Unfortunately, he took certain steps before he disappeared that brought me into their attention. Cheese hmm. sighs, sits down in a chair. I know that Kalanis never met Octavia. Cesare, I assume you have not either?
2: No, I have not.
0: My cousin is a difficult and obstinate man. He is also an extraordinarily honorable one. Hmm. He has led the Order of the Torrent for a decade, almost. And during that time, they've rescued dozens of missing people, other unfortunates from abduction.
5: I could use his help right now, in fact. Mm, The shallot boys, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
0: think the entire city could. It's very obvious how quickly things have fallen apart now that the safety net, the structure around the city has been dissolved. I get to listen to it every single night from hundreds of people stumbling in and out of this door.
4: Well, not to mention our safety net after, after yesterday is now a cage.
0: The Order's members aren't all stationed here in Kantarga. They work throughout Avistan, after all. And I suppose it's something of a blessing that most of the two dozen members or so left were elsewhere when Brazili made the Order illegal.
2: Hmm.
0: I've done what I can to honor my cousin's wishes. On the night of ashes, when the first fire started... My cousin came to my door. He told me that there were changes ahead for the city. He had been called to Castle Kentarga, called to meet with the new Lord Mayor. Hmm. At the time, no one knew that there was a new Lord Mayor. Ah. Uh, he brought me a box and the most precious thing in his life, his daughter Lucille. Mm. Uh, Lucille is here, and has been staying with me. The box contained numerous letters of which I paid an exorbit fee for a runner to get out of the city that night. Dispatches to be sent across Avastand. Notes for the other Hell Knights. Okay. To warn them of an encroaching danger. Across Avastand, these two dozen warriors are probably still waiting for word from their lictor. And if we could find my cousin, I'm certain that he'd be convinced to aid your cause. I would be most welcome. Even though he would probably be somewhat reticent, since the loss of our noble status is directly linked to my family's aiding of the cause of your predecessors. Mm. I see. He might complain about your methods, but he is no supporter of House Throne and never has been. Mm. When he arrived, he said that he had suspicions that this member of House Throne had hostily taken over the city. A clear violation of the Cantargo contract, as he phrased it.
3: Hmm. The what? The Cantargo contract?
0: The negotiations made between House Throne and the Duchy of Ravenel to bring about our surrender. I understand oh. that there are certain laws included in there, including the possibility that, according to my cousin, that the Lord Mayor is not factually speaking, legally in command, since Ravenel operates under certain... Minor differences to law than the rest of Chiliacs. It was a whole thing. Something about the Lord Mayor. Any idea
2: what she's talking about since I was like, you know, here and alive when all of this was happening?
0: I mean, much as any of you are aware, technically every section of Chiliax negotiated their surrender to House Throne, which means each region of Chiliacs, each duchy as it were, were, would technically have a slightly different contract.
1: Hmm. sounds like Throne may have broken a law.
4: Or at least overstepped authority
1: Ah
4: The
3: current Lord Mayor is nowhere to be found And no one has heard from her since the Night of Ashes
4: And so they replaced The Lord Mayor with somebody else
2: She has most likely Been killed and then And then Brazili would have exploited Some sort of loophole to instate himself as Lord Mayor Therefore abiding By the laws of the contract
0: Octavio has always been more of a Spirit, not letter Spirit of the law type hmm as such I don't think the idea of him possibly attempting to arrest and then if the Lord Mayor resisted arrest bring down anyone he viewed as attempting an unlawful coup
3: well it would not be out of character for him
4: hmm, hmm. good
3: sounds like an interesting guy
4: does that mean he'd be willing to do well whatever it took to do that to bring back rifle order
0: without violating his own belief system? Likely, if he views this government as unlawful, then he'd be willing to take whatever steps are viewed under his charter for war, mm. Mm. which would be rather extensive. Add on to the fact that Octavio is perhaps one of the best swordsmen this city has ever known. His skill, in addition, would be a great boon for you. And as much as we may argue and bicker, he is a good man and he family.
3: And perhaps he'll have some idea of how to free the armagers as well. Thurn, however, did make a mistake in that Hmm.
0: they've guaranteed to me now that he is free.
4: (laughs) True. We figured as much with the reward they were offering.
0: Which means I think I have an idea of where he is.
4: Hmm.
0: I don't know the details. I'm not a magic person. Sure. I'm not either. Kalanis would glance over towards her brother. I suppose this is your place to shine.
2: What type of magic are you talking about?
0: He told me he has a place. He'd probably hate me if he found out that I was telling you about this.
1: Like a magic place?
0: The Order of Torrent has a place that keeps people safe if they're being pursued by magical pursuers.
3: Oh. Oh. A safe house. Yeah,
0: A safe house that keeps them secure Mm -hmm. in the event that whomever is pursuing them has great magical power. He's had to use this on occasion before, particularly with children that have been kidnapped by powerful wizards Mm. or Those that are fleeing after having been abused by those in a position of power in the Church of Asmodeus. Hmm. Yeah. If they are unable to locate him, bending the full power of the Church of Asmodeus of Kentargo, then I can only assume it is because he has found the safe house and has absconded there. Makes sense to me.
4: Which also means we're not going to have any way of finding him unless we actually know where it is.
0: Of which I do. He told me before it was an underground location that the masonry itself was built with traces of lead in the surrounding mortar
3: (laughs) and (laughs) stonework. That's amazing.
0: Located in an area surrounded by flowing water, Um, which warns away from further divinations.
1: Is it like an (laughs) island off the coast of this island?
0: No, you can see it from the walls of the southern portion of the city. Oh. It is a place just to the south of the city, a small shrine in the Argo Swamps. It's warned against magical observation, and it was a staging place for smuggling those that they rescued out of Kentargo. As technically speaking, some of the charges against the Order of the Torrent may be legitimate.
2: What are you talking about?
0: The Order of the Torrent has been responsible for smuggling political prisoners that were unjustly arrested out of the Nation of Chiliacs.
1: Hmm. Maybe the Lord Mayor. It's possible. Okay, good.
0: Huh. I mean, assuming she's alive. It's a place known as the Shrine of Saint Sinex. And if my cousin is anywhere, he is likely there.
1: Okay, Saint Cynex.
0: is Um quick question. Any- yeah, oh, I oh. guess you're about to say. Anyone that wishes may make me a knowledge religion or society check to know about the shrine of Saint Sinex.
1: We're gonna go to a bog. A swamp. <laughs> Time. I'm for a a field trip. ready. Chesare is not trip. thrilled by this. I better prepare all my druidy swamp outdoorsy spells. Oh, I know that place. Hmm. Yeah, it's a shrine. Uh, it's devoted to uh, sailors, like the memory of all the sailors who lost their lives at sea. Hmm. Senex was like an oracle of the waves. And uh, she spent a lot of her kind of, you know, the, the twilight years uh, recovering bodies of drowned sailors and whatnot and returning mm. them and their stuff to their families. Um,. Which is nice, it, you know, keeps them from having their eternal, you know, rest in place be the bottom of Nisrock Bay or, you know, the river. Uh, I mean, most people don't super know about her because, you know, the whole Chelish Civil War thing happened. But I think there might be a couple of priests of hers hmm. that still are around.
3: Who is she the saint of?
0: Uh, she was actually a saint of no one. Oh, um, okay. In essence, oh, she was kind of venerated by the Church of eridan Mm. She's and just a cool lady. Of a sainthood, But she was mostly a an oracle. She received her power directly from the sea. From nature. They just assigned her said title. Mm, fair enough. I was just curious.
1: I've always wanted to meet those priests. I mean, that place is really cool. Mm. But
0: yeah. Saturna nods. Underneath the shrine, unbeknownst to most people, is a crypt where the bodies of those sailors whose families could not be located or their bodies could not be identified were interred. Mm. And since the... Followers there apparently owed a favor to the Hell Knights. They'd allowed them to use it as a safe house. Hmm. Again, if my cousin is anywhere,
3: he'd be there. All right. We'll have to make some preparations. But yeah, I mean, I think that's our next destination.
1: Oh, we're also looking for these boys. We'll fill y'all in on that.
5: I, Yeah, I was actually going to ask. I don't know if you'd seen two redheaded twin boys recently. They like to frequent the sweet shop next door. Angus and Finio.
0: The Shellit boys?
5: The Shellit boys, yes.
0: Angus Mm. used to come in here every once in a while. Mm.
5: They've been missing since last Star Day.
0: I hadn't noticed. I've been kind of... Well, sure. That's fair. I would like to accompany you.
5: If the
2: Asmodeans are watching you as closely as you say they are, that might not be wise. Mm.
0: She looks at you for a long, hard minute. Bella. She reaches down, wiggles her finger a bit before prying forth a ring. Extending it, I think Adria is still closest and handing it over. I take the ring and look at it. It appears to be a signet ring.
1: Oh, so that he knows that you sent us and we're chill?
0: Yes. You're right. Try your best not to attract any attention, because even if you should find him there, he can't leave. Mm.
3: True. The moment he steps out, people will be looking detecting for him. him. However, even if
0: he can't aid you martially, no one knows the infrastructure of the city's castle. Dungeons, holding houses, gels, anything better than he does. He also has a gift for strategy.
3: And if we have any chance of getting those armagers out, it would probably be him. Again, I cannot stress how enough how difficult
0: he can be, so be patient. That being said, he absolutely loves his order and would die for any single member of them, which I think is what Throne plans on exploiting. If word can get to him, be cautious telling him the danger that his fellows are in at the moment Hmm. or his honor
3: may override his sense of self-preservation. Sure. Probably best to keep the full details away from him for now, then.
1: Well, let's stop by finding him.
3: True. Why not? Why borrow trouble for tomorrow when we've got plenty of our own today? Mm. True. When you see him, if he doubts you, tell him Lucille loves him. Okay. I can do that, or any of us could do that. But it will be specifically me. Yes, it will be (laughs) me. Ah, For whatever reason, I don't know.
0: All right, I wish you the best. Oh, she fishes around uh, behind the counter, pulls out a gold and five silver and lays it on the counter for you
3: Uh. to cover the cost of leaving. Thanks. Very kind of you, thank you.
1: Uh, Good luck with the inventory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Please let me know as soon as you have any
3: information. I thought she was going to say, please help me do the inventory as soon as you get back. (laughs) Uh, Very well. We
2: may want to disperse and reconvene somewhere else in case the Asmodeans watching the building decide to try to tail some of us.
1: Well, Victoria Mm -hmm. and I were looking for those boys, so we could maybe go out together and head to Old Harbor. I don't know how much of a delay we really need to take, but if all of us
2: leave and then may it go straight for the gate. Mm. Which which gate are we
5: headed for? gate, probably.
4: Rustgate? Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's on the south side of the island, so we've got to get outside those city walls. Well, and are uh, we taking Kalanis with us? No. Oh, no. oh, no.
2: No, no, I don't no. think so. So we've
4: got to do something with Kalanis.
2: We should leave in pairs or one at a time over the next a half hour, forty-five minutes, and then we'll huh. meet at the gate in a while. Sure,
3: easy enough.
0: So I suppose you uh, relax for a little bit, chat. Again, it's not odd for Kalanis to come here and not necessarily even bring her brother. As far as uh, yeah,
3: you know, chatting to we the just locals here. One out to get some drinks and food. I mean, come on. Yeah,
1: Victoria and I probably can leave first because we do need to actually continue. Like hours count when looking for missing children.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, you know, Nicola, She has no problem if you want to use the uh, side entrance, which leads into the kitchen,
3: to duck back out into the alleyway. Yeah, sure. I'll finish my drink first, but yeah, you know, after that. Oh,
1: I do slam that rum first, and then, <laughs> then <I'm gonna> be... <laughs> I paid. For I it. paid
3: for a drink. I'm gonna drink it. Yep.
0: Nicola just wanders over to uh, Sweet Tooth next door, picks up some candy. Nice. Mm. Property there is very nice. I do like chocolate. Hmm. She's supposedly a former pirate. Um, it's the, yeah, the quasi pirate theme for like a lot of her, you know, foods and snacks and all the rest uh. of that, rum cakes, things like that.
1: Okay. We definitely have to stop there too.
0: She rocks an eye patch.
2: Yeah, Cesare would walk Calanus back to the Udamas building, but you know, he's going to try to convince her to go back across with him when they get back.
4: And I guess, uh, Lucia then is going to actually like pretend to be a little tipsy and head north. Like I'm going back uh to like cadenza road uh to go to like aria road like i'm going back towards like the opera house or something and then tail it south from there just to see if i pick up a tail
0: very well so i assume you're all either convening back at Rustgate or you
2: yeah we'll probably meet like at, by Rusgate. i'm sure there's like a little side alleyway or something that doesn't make it super obvious
0: there are a couple alleys around there and everything else there's technically nothing stopping you from just meeting at the uh Vespam Artisans. I mean, it's a market.
1: Yeah. So, how far is this place from where we are? Do we need to get horses or is this like a, a decent it, walk but like doable?
3: Looks like it would be about maybe a 10 minute walk.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: It's yeah. about yeah. half
3: a mile.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah. That's not
3: bad at all. Uh, yeah. Not even 10 minutes really, but.
4: Okay. Maybe 10 minutes if we're strolling.
3: Yeah. I mean, if we take our time about I mean, it we're and go like bog, Ooh, bird, so it might slow Ooh, us down raccoon. a little
4: bit, but yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So you all scatter in your, uh, your various directions. Now with a new direction as far as uh, for the rebellion to go to hopefully gain access to uh, one of the supposed greatest swordsmen in, uh, or as far as Kintargan history is concerned. And getting ready to, for the first time... Leave the walls of the city of Cantargo after 42 yeah. episodes. I don't like it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm,
4: I'm amazed. I can still see the wall leaving. over there. Yeah.
0: It's weird. I'm excited. <laughs> now, I mean, to be we're in not nature. Going far, but... <laughs> and we'll pick it up here next time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and we'll here next time. <laughs> it's weird. Adrian right. likes law, a law, man.
1: This guy sounds cute and spicy. Yeah, we'll get to
0: see
4: what some of the places that are like outside on like Ravenel Road look like. Like, there's like the whole bunch of stuff that's up near the wall.
0: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash path.